0: welcome to the life beyond the Lands podcast the podcast where we talk to artists about the things that push them motivate them and inspire them to create
1: okay so okay so i'll ask you this let's, let's i would say this and i'm saying this because you are contributing to the conversation quite a bit and that's how about this like i guess like what about actually like i guess why is that because I guess why why would you want
0: to quit? It's always for me it's like I always say I I enjoy two parts of filmmaking. I enjoy production and I enjoy publicity. Like not and not, not like the marketing and branding, but the publicity like talking about the film afterwards. Like, you know, I'm going on the circuit doing that, like getting people to go watch it. I enjoy those two parts like because writing is stressful for me. Um and, and pre-production is stressful and post-production is stressful, like editing. And it's just like you go through so many emotions, like, and, and um, it is a very, it's taxing emotionally, physically. And my wife sees all of it. Like you said, she sees all of it. And, like, she's even come in on this um, this project. She's always been there from day one, man. Like, she's always um, pushing me. But she's been way more involved, like, on, on iVile with marketing and, and helping on social media because it's like it's a point where like bro i can't do all this but it's just like it just goes to show like you have to have a support system around your people that um like i think um i was listening to um to um t like from Uli like on the on, he was on a um he was on a live a live stream on uh, instagram and i tuned in for a minute and he was talking about when you would get in the mud like you know he's been in the mud and he had people around him that that like saw him fall and they, they pulled him out the mud. Like they, you know, and sometimes you gotta, you gotta have those people around you that will pull you out the mud because you gonna fall in the mud, you know, mm-hmm. you gonna fall in there and you can't do it alone. And so you gotta have these people around you that are willing to pull you out, get in the mud and pull you out. And so, but yeah, man, I think the last two years have been taxing and trying and, uh And so, but through that, I've learned a lot. And so, and that's again, that where this podcast is coming from. Wanted to, like, have those conversations with artists, man, like, because we just hear all the, you know what I'm saying, the, the the stuff that the, yeah, yeah, the ego stuff or, like, the people don't want to talk about the real because it makes them vulnerable or, like, you, you look like you whack or weak, and it's just like, nah, man, like, it's this stuff is real. But this is where, too, where the art comes from. You know what I'm saying?
1: For sure. For sure. I
0: agree. What's, I mean, you guys got affliction in the can.
1: Yeah. And uh, a little bit. You said a little Allegedly.
0: bit. Allegedly. Yeah. I, I Allegedly. I wouldn't,
1: I wouldn't call it in the can yet, but it's close to being in the can.
0: It's close. Okay. Yeah, close. Okay.
1: And the reason I say that is because it's like literally like technical stuff that we still have to do that is being kind of prevented from quarantine, that until those things are done, like we can't even finish the movie right now if we wanted to,
2: like, yeah, we, couldn't. Yeah, like, yeah.
1: We, like we, we couldn't. So we really just staring at the stuff that we are like, we, the, the whole film is cut is, is like a cut it exists, but there are like certain things with like audio and things like that, that we literally can't do. And the the movie can't exist without those things. So so yeah, but I guess technically yeah, in the can.
0: And so, I mean, why why do y'all do it? You know, I talked about it, but why do you guys do it? Um
2: I have to. I don't think there's um I don't think there's anything else that I would wanna do. Um, I remember growing up I I would always um I had like I had I had these boxes, like shoe boxes of uh of toy cars, race cars, and I had these little these little action figures. Like I had the Power Ranger set, like I had like He Man, like I had a bunch of you know, a bunch of different stuff. And I would I would always like if I couldn't this was before like this was pre uh pre video games before I got my first Sega Genesis so I would, you know, be on the game all day but um i would i would take all of these things and i would just create like scenarios and create you know different characters out of these things and um you know that eventually shifted over to like trying to trying to draw and trying to make like uh i would make stick figure comics about just random you know random different different things it turned from that to um, really like learning that, okay, I could do, I could do film, like I could do broadcast. Um, And so, and learning like that, I could do all of these technical things on a computer and get these ideas out of my head, get these, get this imagination, like stimulate my imagination. So, um, so really like, I have to, like, I have to because, you know, I've got this imagination that's always going. I got things that's always, you know, popping into my head and I need a, I need a good way of getting them out. And, um, you know, and then coming to film, like finding film, it's just, you know, now as I, you know, grow up as a filmmaker, now it's more about being able to speak to somebody. Like being able to to do something that you know, if I feel this like if I'm pouring myself into this work and I'm putting it into this character who feels a certain way, like that's something that I either felt or that I experienced through someone else feeling that way, and I always think I'm like there's gotta be somebody else who feels this way, like I can't be the only person that feels like this, so because I have this platform, I have this medium to be able to speak about these things maybe somebody else who feels the same way will see it and feel a little less alone in the world and feel like, you know, somebody's out there or they feel like, you know, they can have some hope or be able to change. So all of those things are why, like, it's why I do it, man. I have
0: to, I I would go crazy if I, if I couldn't. Yeah. No, it's funny you say you have to, man. I I, uh, remember being like Pulp Fiction was my favorite film, man. When I was, I think I was 14 when it came out and I remember Mm we had a VHS camera. And you know, when I saw Pulp Fiction, I had never seen anything like that. And I was trying to make my own Pulp Fiction's. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, you know, I had the VHS camera running around, I had characters. It was really trying to – I just – the form, Pulp Fiction's form was just – I had never seen that ever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, I got to do something. Like, man, but – but it, so it, it's been in me, man. Like you say, you, you can't help it. Like, mm-hmm. and, I, and I realized, I, like I said, it's just been in me. And it's one yeah. of those things where it's just – it can go dormant for a while, but then it comes knocking, you know. Yeah, and, and what's answer the call? Yeah,
2: I think I think what's I think what's cool about like someone like you know someone like me, someone like Zach is when you grow up, like when you growing up, like you don't think you don't think making a movie is possible. Like I didn't think making a movie, like being able to do an affliction. Like I would if 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 you would have talked to, talk to seven year old, eight year old you know teenage year old me like you know 14 15 year old like like i would be like man you crazy like i got to go to hollywood to do that and i got to you know i got to know steven spielberg and you know this this and this like it doesn't it doesn't seem possible you know um you know growing up so then when you you know you have like you're this kid and you're in this place and you don't think you know something's possible and then you end up finding out like oh i have a gift in this area and I could actually do it, and I can, you know, be able to feed my my creative soul, and I can be able to impact somebody else. It's like, yeah, like this, you know, feels like something that I, 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 you know, I must like, I must do. Like it's my mission to do this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Zach, man, what's up? What's what? Why you do it, bro? Um. Uh.
1: I don't know. I mean, that's a good question. I think, I mean, I think the typical I would have like the same, the same answer as Charles. Like you kind of, you know, as a kid, you, you create, you're creative, you got like a big imagination and you kind of want to get it out. Um, and you kind of need to get it out. But I think, um, Specifically with film, I, I don't know, man. I think in practice, like I I really don't even I really don't even think about why I do it in the moment. I'm just kind of just doing it, like you know what I'm saying. Like it's kind of where I'm at at the time. And I always said this, like I don't even know if I'm be doing film for the rest of my life. Like I feel like I pick up different things at different points in my life. When I was when I was oh not 16, when I was like 14, I picked up poetry. And then when I was 23, I picked up film or picked up a camera. And then probably around with like 25, I think I made my first short. Um, so. Um, I don't know, I think I think you just I think on a personal level, you just kind of like you. I think for me, I found something that fit my voice that I felt like. I could express in different tones and and when I say that I mean I could I could write words I could give you words in image and music simultaneously and um that's something that I couldn't do with like poetry you know what I'm saying or I could do it with like the little poetry visuals that I had but um you know, you could do it in a more like digestible way by doing like narrative. You can still, I can, I can still give the people poetry, but through film. So I just think it just kind of fit my voice. And, um, you kind of, you kind of always want to get the stuff out of your head. Um, and then, you know, me being like a big history buff or whatever, like you look at the at the lineage in the history of kind of like black filmmakers and it's kind of like, man, like we need more of us. You know what I'm saying? We, we need, we need more of us out here and we need more of us who, who actually really care about it. And so like, because I care about it, um, I feel like at the very least I should at least put my best foot forward. I'll give you an example of this. Like, a couple of weeks ago um when the corona when the corona craze was like going crazy or whatever um my wife she's a nurse and um they were like hiring people to go down like to Cobo Hall because i guess it was like 900 beds that they were giving out just for like they turned Cobo into a uh, into a hospital or whatever and so at the time Kel's job wasn't they didn't have covid patients they do now, but they didn't at the time. And so I'm like, cool. Like my wife's not on the front lines. Like she cool. Like whatever, she's going to be safe. But she applied for the job. Like she applied for a job. And so I'm like, I'm in my head thinking like, damn, like why, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, why would you do that? Like, and she said to me, she said to me, she was like, well, I have the skills. Cause Kel has done like ventilators for like, pediatrics and older people and people like in vegetative state she's like very experienced with ventilators and so she's like i have the skills to do it and like because i have the skills to do it i feel like it's my duty to do it you know and so like i feel like at this point um like i put so much into it and i I feel like i got the skills to do it so like i feel like it's kind of like I won't say my duty cause that sounds pretentious. So I don't want to, I don't want to like, I don't go into this thing, like thinking like when I'm writing something, like it's just going to like change somebody's whole world or like they're represented in my film. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like if it does, it does. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Um, But if you given the history and the lineage of like black filmmakers and how we've been ostracized, it's kind of like, because I am in it, it's like, that gives me a little bit more of a boost, you know, to keep going, um, every day, you know, and, and the reality is too, man, like, we watching screens all the time. You know what I'm saying? We watching, like, we, we literally got phones, we got computers, we got iPads, you know, and we're watching stuff all the time. And quite frankly, it's a lot of bullshit, you know, out there. Like, it's just a lot of like, either it's like a lot of like you know like uh, uh respectability politics or just all different types of things going on out there and so like I look at it like man like if people going to be watching something then like I know I know where my heart is I know where I know where I know what my intentions are so like at the very least like like let me try let me let me get some of that you know what I'm saying like let me get some of that like let me put some let me put something out there you know what i'm saying because i've always appreciated the guys who were out there like the same way the black panthers were on the corners and uh nation of islam was on the corners in the 60s and you know and and the little the little small churches in the in the 18 and 1900s where the preachers would have these little churches inside of homes and they preaching and they talking they they empowering the people like I look at it like we just kind of doing the same thing so um mm.
0: but I'm gonna have to go I'm gonna have to go deeper I, so I disagree with one thing you said about about you don't want to say it's your duty because it sounds pretentious and I and I disagree man because let me let me take the why out of it let me ask it a different way because you you mentioned Kelly to your your wife going to um the, the kobo because she had the skills and said it was her duty and But I'm going to go deeper and say the mission, you know what I'm saying? Like the purpose. And so I'm going to take the why out of it because I know like I'll say it all day, like I'm like, yo, like I have to make a film. Um, There are certain things I have to do because like I realize this is my duty because I like, again, I take duty out of it. But it's my mission. It's my purpose. Um, And I feel like you said something. So I, I don't think it makes you sound pretentious, man, because I think if you have. It's like I know you're saying you don't want to go into it saying, well, this is going to change this person like you're going to, you know, but I think if it's the purpose of the mission like is to change, like I'm going to go into it knowing that this is something I'm tasked to do. I have to make this because I don't know who is going to change, but like somebody needs to see it. And so. I don't think it's pretentious, man. Like, I think it's it's your mission, your purpose. But you, but I'm going to say this, too, because you said something that you don't know if you will be making films forever. And I feel that because, like, sometimes if I try to, like, look 20, 30 years down the road, like, I'm like, am I going to be like a Clint Eastwood? Like, I can't see myself. And so I say mission and purpose again, because. Like, what is that mission? like, what is your purpose? Like, because that can be, that can take another form. It may not be film or poetry or something. It may be, you know what I'm saying? You may be speaking yeah, or you may be doing kinda, something. That's, wrong, but
1: That's kind of what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I feel like, it's what I'm saying. I, I feel like the reason why I say it sounds pretentious is because you're automatically assuming that your work is going to affect somebody. You get what I'm saying? Like, my thing is like, as a, as a person, like, I'm not going into it. I'm not trying to like like my thing is like I hope it affects somebody. You know what I'm saying? I hope it does. I want you to feel something. But if I say it's like if it's like my purpose, like I'm do I'm doing this because it's my duty to affect somebody, that's like saying, like, oh, this work is effective. Because it's people who mm-hmm. are making very ineffective work. But they're saying like, mm-hmm. "Oh, I'm only doing this because I'm going to affect." Well, you ain't affecting nobody. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, so that's why I say it's it's pretentious. Now, if you saying if you're saying like for you personally, and I'm not saying you personally, I'm just saying just like anybody, no, I know, yeah, 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 for you personally that this is your mission or this is your purpose. I mean, then I mean, who can determine that? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't like that's kind of just one of those things to where you either. I think it's like I come from a family of very purpose driven people who've done a lot of things. Mm -hmm. I'm the son of a preacher, you know what I'm saying? Who's affected thousands and thousands of people's lives. Son of a pastor, not just a preacher, who's affected thousands and thousands of people's lives. And Mm -hmm. I can't necessarily say that, like, they didn't choose those things. Choose to do those things. You get what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. It's it's kind of it's kind of weird. Like, I just I just don't like to assume. I don't like I put it like this. Like, that's like if a pastor says like, "Hey, it's my purpose. It's my purpose to heal the people, or to mm-hmm. help the people heal." Well, the reality is, you have to. If you're not an effective preacher, then you ain't healing nobody. You get what I'm saying? Mm. Like it's a craft, it's a craft to preaching too. It's a craft to filmmaking too. And so when I say it's pretentious, I'm talking about like the impact because you don't know if the impact is going to be there. Like the impact could be the biggest impact that you can make or I can make is somebody falling asleep during my movie. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Especially when you make something like the stuff like I make, like, so I try not to. I always say, like, hey, man, if you're going to watch my films, man, then, like, I am I understand that not everybody's going to like my films. My films are very they're, – they're slow. They're often quiet. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just appreciative that people are willing to watch. You know what I'm saying? So it's, like, almost like the audience, anybody who watches my stuff, is doing more for me than I'm doing for them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Like, that's just – I just, I just, I sometimes feel like us as artists, we kind of like approach things from like this hero kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm the hero. Whereas I just don't necessarily believe that like personally, like I'm looking at it like, Hey man, like, because at the end of the day, like I create, like the reason why, the reason I feel like the reason why I will even release films publicly is because it's so many people that works on it. So you kind of have to, you know what I mean? But I've just now gotten to the point to where I'm even planning on releasing my first poetry book. And that's like 35 poems out of thousands of poems that I have, you know? Mm -hmm. So, and I'm doing that strictly for my son. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I'm doing that like, because I want Harper to be able to say like, hey man, like this is something that he can go to and kind of know who his father was as a young man, you know? Mm-hmm. so i don't know i don't know man i don't know it's that 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 conversation always gets weird for me and just being <laughs> it does it always gets weird for me because i don't like I, i'm again i'm, I'm just no, grateful I, bro i'm just grateful for people watching my stuff man
0: You know. What I'm saying? yeah no and, and i think me saying that no because i definitely feel i'm grateful too um but i i just i just think that um i guess i i'm coming from a place of um it's it's really just yeah my mission like wh- wh- I feel like if I'm going to make something, it's not because it's just like I'm not making it for the joy of making it.
1: I will ask you this. I will ask you this. Does your work move you?
0: So yeah, I mean it has to. Like I it but boom, has to. I mean because it's... that's the connective yeah. tissue.
1: You yeah. make it because yeah. it moves you. That's yeah. why you make it. You don't make it because yeah. you're trying to move somebody. Because at the end of the day, you're going to, it starts with you. You're going to get an idea. You're, you're going to get an idea or a character. And then it's going to be like, oh, it's going to hit you in the heart. And then yeah. you're going to take that. You're going to deduce from that that it, because it hit me in the heart, it might hit somebody
0: else. It's going to hit somebody else. And that's where I'm Yeah, that's that's, that's, that's a it. good point. That's what Yeah. Right? and that's Yeah.
1: That's yeah. very different than saying like it's I'm doing it because it's my duty to affect people. That's a totally different you know what I'm saying?
0: No, that's like, real. That's real, because I it's like I'm separating myself from yeah, the kind.
1: Like of. we do it because it, it's us. You know, we do it because like I've written like I'm it's a scene in a script called Pieces of a Man that I wrote. When I wrote this scene, I cried, bro. Like I wrote this scene and I sent it to Charles. I was like, bro, I just cried writing this scene. You
0: know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, that's yeah. real, man. Because I mean, I'm not gonna put something out there that that like if if I don't connect to it, then I it yeah. And this it is it's real. It's like I'm like if I connect into it, my my barometer is always either tears or goosebumps, and I'm like, okay, once I hit that, yeah. then I know that it will touch somebody. And so I guess that's what a yeah. You know, that's that's essentially the my what I'm saying is um when I say I'm not making it just to for the joy of making it uh, I'm still connected to it. You know, I'm still connected to it. I'm still feeling it. But my ultimate goal is for like, man, you know, like for, here's an example, man. Like yeah. Brenda got, it feels good to get awards and stuff. Like, I'm not gonna lie. It feels good to get awards, but that's like fleeting. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like when I got an email from this woman that was like, I've been sober. I've been sober for 10 years. And, you know, I had a conversation with my kids and apologized to them. But then I saw your film. And even after apologizing to my kids and being sober, she was like, I had to write them all letters again because something about the film touched her. So, and she emailed So I've got countless emails. And so, and that that's just at the end of the day, it's like when I go through this process of knowing I have to go do another piece and it's gonna be sleepless nights, it's gonna be frustration dealing with people, like trying to get you know what I'm saying, all kinds of stuff. Like and it's like I, I that's like where I wanna get to. It's like I, I just wanna get that email again. I wanna get that person that's like, man, that this has changed me or and that's that's like my my my, that's a why man that's my mission you know I
1: guess I guess the question that I would ask is like what if you don't get that email
0: oh man yeah so I think if I you know it's fine if I don't get the email because I know like again goes back to what you said about how do you feel when you make it I may not ever hear from anybody but I know that I was just honest and I did I, I did what I was supposed to do and I was honest to this the story and to the characters and I may not ever get a here but I just know if I know that I was honest to it to it and I didn't put something out just to put something out like then I'm cool with that
1: so again so again, like as I'm listening it sounds to me like like so if we dive in deeper into it it sounds to me like more so like the feedback just in general is kind of your is kind of like what what like moves you
0: yeah. No, I know what you're saying. No, I think, yeah. I mean, and I never thought about it that way, but it's like, I probably do need to hear that feedback because it's not, and it's not like a, it's almost like, okay. Yeah. I never heard it. That's a good question, man. I've never thought about it that way.
1: I mean, that's just how, that's how it I sounds. Like, because I, for me, yeah. I am like the complete opposite. Yeah, I'm like yeah. the complete opposite. Like it's more so like, like, so just say like we're right on, like Debbie was, Debbie had like some real emotional, you know, like she, she went there, like she really went there and she, and, and she was like really upset. She was really angry on set, like, because of some things that happened. Um, and she was really there, like when when we because I was playing like the thing of Martin Luther King getting shot when we had to get the scenes and them crying and it was just a real, it was just an eerie set. I'm not gonna lie, Charles can tell you it was eerie. You know what I'm saying? Because half the half the crew is white. You know what I'm saying? We talking about Martin Luther King getting shot. Like it's, it's it's a bunch of it's it's just it's just real eerie. And so, um, again, man, like when when Debbie's there, when Debbie's there, like, it's almost like I'm, I'm there almost like being moved by them, by their actions. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Like, it's just, it's just, it's interesting where, what, where different people like pull from with their stuff. So it, it, it just, it sounds to me like, like, like that feedback is very, very, is important to, to I think
0: it is because like I say, with the for me with like I said with the writing process it's it's a kind of a lonely process yeah. right so yeah I'm, I'm touched by these characters and a story but it's still like does it work you know what I'm saying like it's like so it, there's a part of me that's like I know it's gonna work but then it, well it, it's a part of me it's the other part of me just like I don't know, you know what I'm saying. And so when I get to that point of actors reading it and people connecting to it, um, I personally need that feedback. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, and it, it, I guess, it confirms for me that that my feelings were correct. Like, you know what I'm saying. Like, I can, I felt it, but am I just feeling it because I wrote it? you know what I'm saying? Am I just, am I biased? Am I, so it, and it, and I hear these things and they confirm because either, or I'm just like some, a lot of times, man, like I may not like most, I may like moments in my stories, but I may not like a lot of it. And I don't know if that sounds, you know, I, I just may not like it. I go through processes where I like it, then I don't. And then I really, um, a lot of my work, I just don't like it. <laughs> if that, if that sounds If if you can understand it, like it's like I don't like it for it's a lot of reasons, man. You you see so many things from the other side, you know what I'm saying? Like you just see so many things, but a lot of times it's like, and I get that feedback, and I'm like, okay, that was just me being uh, crazy about that, or I okay, maybe I was just being a little, I don't know, I don't know if if I'm making sense, but a lot of times it's just me wrestling in my own head with stuff, like like, for real, and that. And that pulls me out when i get that feedback that pulls me out of my own head and it's like okay that does make sense this does make sense okay like all right people feeling that um because i'll get stuck in my head man and it's a beautiful thing and it's a bad thing like again there's all me so many stories and ideas and characters well, in there, and it's great
1: i was gonna say i'll tell you this don't send your scripts to no studios because they will rush. oh man.
0: Air it up oh, hard, that's, bro. All right,
1: that's yeah. what I would say. Like, don't send, don't send your, uh, <laughs> because I mean, they they literally nitpick every single thing, Damn. and so I guess that that kind of like that that's to a point to where like where I would ask is like the comfortability of where we are too, like our because I feel like we really don't. I'm not gonna say we don't get honest feedback on our work at this level, but I would say like. Like, so just say like Debbie, like I know Debbie, for instance, like Debbie is supposed to be starring in my main, in my next film, in my first feature. Well, it's not probably going to be in my second feature now, but in any case, that's a whole nother story. But, um, and Debbie always tells me, she's like, I can, like I could send Debbie twinkle, twinkle, little star, how I wonder what you are in the script. And she would say yes to the role. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like she would say yes, just because we've built up that kind of rapport with one another. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Like right, so, right. um, I I guess like that's that comes. I guess that's another. That's a whole nother thing. Like, okay, is the feedback is the feedback that we get in? Because the reality, I mean, like I, I guess how many people in your life that you know are really gonna tear apart your script? That's not me. Right. That's not me. Because right. <laughs> I'll tear it. I'll tear it apart. But I want you to tear my. I want you to tear my script apart. Right. right?
2: Yeah. You know I mean? Yeah. Like, I want
1: like just because I'm because it's weird because it's like I guess when you said when you said you you write something like but I don't like it like I won't finish nothing until until I like it. If I don't like it, I'm just gonna throw it to the side. I mean, Charles, no, I threw away a whole script. Mm-hmm.
0: And don't and so when I say I don't like it, it's let me let me let me fix that. <laughs> Cause okay. it's like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put something out that that is not good. Okay. I what what I'm I'm just the hardest person on myself, bruh. So like it, it, it sincerely, Brenda, when I finish cutting the film, I'm like, I don't know if I have a film. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I, I don't know what, the, I don't know. In, in this parts I was feeling, but it's, I think it's just that voice inside of my head where it's just like, I don't know, bro. I don't know. This may, you know what I'm saying? And so it's, it's what I wrestle with, but like, I always aim to put out the best quality stuff I can put out at my, whatever level of expertise I have the team around me. Like I try to, but it's like, it's just something that I, man, you can my wife can attest to it. She's like, you're just so hard on yourself you know, and so I think that's really what it is. It's not that I don't like it's just that I'm always tearing it apart. Like there's something that I could have done better. There's something that because, you know, I, and it'd be real. Like there's just certain, uh, you know, we're always learning. You know what I'm saying? And so um, there may be something that I'm just not at that level um, experience wise or I have or intellectually. Uh, certain It depends on what I'm writing and I may not be at that level. And so I'm like, man, I, I got it. How can I get to that level and i may not be able to get there in this like you you said some other days Zach. like i got a script that i that i'm not old enough to make yet like i got this idea i'm not old enough to make it and so um sometimes i hit that wall and i'm like well can i get past i don't know if i and i may just be like i gotta get this thing out so this is like good but i know i could have done that thing but i'm just not there to put that in the script yet. I don't have an experience that I don't know how to like say that that way. You know what I'm saying? If that makes sense. And so, and sometimes it's like hindsight. Like I look back and be like, dang man. And sometimes it's in the moment. Um, That's why I say it's such a crazy process, but it's not that I don't like it. It's just that I'm so hard on myself. I'm just always critiquing it, man. Always critiquing myself. Nah,
1: I, I, I definitely get it though. I definitely get it. I think, I think, um, I mean, I think that's a good thing, though. I think it's good for you to be hard on yourself. I mean, and I think I think it's it's I think it's almost like more important for us to be hard on ourselves than even like Hollywood guys. Um just mm-hmm. even because good. because like I said, like the reality is, you know, we don't have to put out great work in order to be successful. In Hollywood you do. You know what I'm saying? Like if you if you're making dramas, if you're making like dramas, like the type of films that we make in Hollywood, and it's not good, you're going to get torched for it. You can make an average drama in Detroit, Michigan, and still get all the awards, all the recognition, all the love from people. Because at the end of the day, the precedent is set because like it's, it's just not it's not much work out there. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's very. I think it's. I think that's a good thing, bro. Like I think. I think that's a really good thing. I don't. Think, I don't. Of course, I think sometimes. Of course, you got to have balance. Right. Because right? you never you get that definitely got to have balance, but I think it's very important that because eventually, if you want to, if you want to get out of this, if you want to get out of this, um, this realm, like this level, like once you go, once you get out of the Detroit base or whatever, like once you get out of the safety of this kind of like, like microcosm that we're in, like, um, you're going to get judged differently. Cause you're not going to have a home court advantage no more. Of course. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you're going to have a, you're not going to have a home court advantage. Like when you start, if you start submitting to like, to like film fest, like, like, like film festivals and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm talking about like, like Cannes and Sundance and, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I put it like this. I was telling, I, again, me and Charles were just having this conversation. I was talking about Little Church. We had our premiere for Little Church. Literally, the crowd, the audience there, we packed our bowl. The audience there reacted to every single beat in the film, every one of them. Because you know why? Because they were my audience. My audience is going to come in, invested. They're going to come in. They they want the film to be good. They want to be into it. They want to see what's going to happen. But what happens when I'm in a situation and I'm not, and, and I'm dealing with an audience that's not my audience? You know what I'm saying? Because the thing is, I went down to Bronze Lens Film Festival, the only Oscar qualifying festival that we got into. And literally, I'm sitting at the same table, with the three finalists from ABFF. You know what I'm saying? Who were mm-hmm. the short filmmakers. I watched all the films there, bro. Like, literally, there are 50 little churches there. You get what I'm
2: saying? Mm-hmm. Whole, like, it
1: ain't, like, it's a whole, whole different. different level. You get what I'm saying? Little churches like the minimum. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, so, like, I feel like if we want to take this because eventually we're going to I mean I mean you have like your audience. I mean if if that's the plan like I know my plan would be like okay, I eventually I want to make films, I want to cultivate my audience, but it would be dope to like send my film to like Cannes and stuff like that because those are the type of films that I like to watch, those are the type of films I like to make. But I know in order to get my films there, they have to be of a certain standard. You get what I, I'm yeah. saying? So, and, like, if you just, if we just, if we just going off of like what, what the, what the, what the, what the lady said in the, you know, at the gas station, oh, that movie was so good. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, people, people, but, but you know, see a you know, film about church, you know what I'm saying? So, a Little Church is like, you know, so it's like, I don't, like, I don't know, like, I just, I, th-
0: but see, it depends how you're looking at it. Like, if you're looking at it, like, like you're saying, like, it's a different and it goes back to like art and commerce. The lady at the gas station, she didn't want, you know what I'm saying? It may be, you know, if you get a, a couple thousand two plus whatever ladies at the gas stations that's loving your stuff, then all of a sudden you can build an empire. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's like you are looking at it because like that lady at the gas station could be just as valuable as that, that the, per, the judge at con, like. Accepting, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I, it, it depends on, again, how you look at it. Because you can have it both. You can have a film at con that the lady at the gas station loves too. And then you have it both ways. But
1: it's rare I just that think you have um, it both ways. You got to pick. I think you got to pick, to be honest. Like, it's rare. Like, I don't I don't know. The only other person, I know two people in my life who have watched an elephant, an elephant sitting still. And that's Charles Kennedy and my homeboy, Andrew <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it's, you got to pick. You got to pick. Like, I mean, let's let's be clear. Like, if there's a reason, you know what I'm saying? It's a reason why Spike Lee's films were never, like, just big popular films in Tyler Perry's are. It's a reason for it. The content and the form is different. The form. It's the form. You know what I'm saying? The form. Like, again, again, I'll tell you this. I'll just, I'll have a moment of transparency. I could never release I could I couldn't release Little Church online the way you released Ivo online in that format. Mm-hmm. Because Little Church doesn't work in that format. It, it doesn't mm-hmm. work in that format. Yeah. It doesn't work yeah. in that yeah. format. Little Church works in <laughs> hey, you sitting with your family, quiet space, let's really tune into this. You know what I'm mean? saying? Because yeah. there's not a lot that yeah. happens. It's a it's really a meditation. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? No,
0: that's real, man. Cause I was looking at it. I was just talking to Latoya about our marketing rollout for Ival, and then like, you know, with, with sincerely Brenda. And it's like, and, and I, I remember going into Ival, I was like, all right, I want to have the audience age range from like, uh, like 30 mid mid thirties to like mid forties or whatever. That's the because Brenda's audience range was like, 40s to like it was like 40 something to like 60 something it was the high part was like 44 to 54 or something like that so but it was all in the marketing like you know if you look at Brenda's marketing it's it's um the lead character is older he's older like you know Brenda is older like you have the younger characters but and it's a darker film like the posters are dark like the footage is dark and like you know it's it, and so like I saw what you're saying it just it wouldn't work and it was harder to push, even though it's being pushed, we're pushing in people, but it's just harder to push. I vow like the turnaround for pushing, we were pushing and it's like crazy. And, and because the, if you look at the market and the push it lighter, like it's got couples and it's, and, and so it's just crazy to see that, like what you're saying. And like, but you have to know and be, you know, you have to know that and be okay with saying that. Like, I think some people are just, they don't do the research. They don't know. And they're kind of like, they don't understand and they don't have a strategy behind it. And so it's like, or they don't want to say that my film wouldn't work in this yeah. form. And it's like, no, it's you got to understand it and know where to go for your audience. And so when I it's just mm-hmm. crazy, you said that because, yeah, I was just talking about Brenda. Like, like, Brenda wouldn't have worked. Like, if I had did like a Brenda series, it wouldn't have worked. Like, I don't think it would have yeah, worked.
1: Because it's a quiet film. It's not a lot. It's, it's, not, it's not a lot that happens. You get what I'm saying? It's not high drama. Whereas Unexpected Request. Literally every, I would say, like every two minutes, you have a major subplot. You know what I'm saying? Every two minutes, mm-hmm. it's always something happening. Mm-hmm. So it kind of, it kind of, um, like, it's engaging. It, it it forces the the audience member to engage. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's why it works mm-hmm. It works that way, and it comes down to the content. That's why, um, um, I'm not. Of course, I'm not comparing Ival to Black and Privilege, but it's a reason why. Black and Privilege works a certain way. It's the reason why Plug Love works a certain way. It's the reason why uh, Black Klansman works a certain way. It's the reason why 1917 works a certain way. You know what I'm saying? All of these different movies, they operate different in different spaces. I just happen to be the type of person who likes to watch a three-hour quiet movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, So for me, I, it's not really about... Like, I think you said at the beginning, it's not about finding, uh, it's not about, like, uh, I'm I'm just looking, like, so I'm making stuff and I'm looking for my audience. I'm looking for, so, like, I don't really care. I'm not looking for, like, numbers at this point. I'm looking for, Mm -hmm. I'm playing a long game looking at, okay, if, if if by the end of next year I can have a thousand people who, like, really rock with my shit, then I know we can get somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Because I already Mm -hmm. got like a few hundred people here who rock with my stuff. So it's just about like expanding Mm -hmm. that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's like finding my audience and then finding the audience for the stuff that I do, that I do make because there is an audience, there's an audience for everything out here. Right, right, right. Where some people just want to just make, they just make, they make the stuff that, they just, they stack the deck in their favor. They make the stuff that'll fit. But at the end of the day, the real question is, the real question is like, hey, are you going to be here a year from now, two years from now, three years from now? I think I will. You get what I'm saying? Because I'm playing the long game. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The same people, the same people have been supporting me game. since 2013. You know what I'm saying? The same people mm-hmm. came to the crack premiere were at the Little Church premiere and more plus more and it's expanded and it's going it keeps it, and it keeps expanding from right on, from right on thing, you know, things that we did. So it's just I'm not really looking for numbers. I'm just trying to find the people who really rock with me. I know Gary V, he said something. He was like, he was like, I rock with the I wanna rock with the loyal I wanna rock with the loyal one percent, not the mindless ninety-nine percent.
0: This is this has been great, man. We've been on two, two hours, two and a half hours, you know. Um, but it's this is, uh, I don't even know how to wrap up. I'm like, dang, we didn't cover a lot of ground. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, this is, we, we said a lot of stuff. We say why we do what we do, why we want to create. Um, and this is why I want to do this podcast again. I say it again, um, to have these conversations. And to just talk about, man, what it's like what it's like behind the scenes um you know before you even get to set like just what what you go through as an artist you know um what you what you um kind of either either and you have joy going through it or you suffer through it or whatever your process is like to um get that thing made to get your film made whatever it is that you're making to get that out there to the people and so um i appreciate you guys taking the time to talk with me and uh and uh, yeah, man, we got to do it again. This is probably going to be a two-parter podcast, you know? Yeah, join up. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But um, I appreciate you, brothers, for coming on and uh, definitely have you on again. We got to talk more about just some more of the things we've been having conversations about, you know? Mm-hmm. Like how you build, how you, like, you know, um, engage audiences and just try to give away some of these nuggets to folks as we learn, as we grow. So... I appreciate Appreciate y'all. Thanks for listening to the life beyond the lens podcast. Please leave us a review and subscribe to the podcast. We'll see you next week.